It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stax 92.1. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up about your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. It's the Sunday Chronicle. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stacks 92.1. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. I'd like to thank all my listeners for being here yet again for another Sunday. And I'm very excited today because we have a special guest. You might hear me say that, but all my guests are special. I like them very much. But um, anyway, my special guest today is is Mr. Keontae Saxton, or excuse me, I, I Saxon, right? No T. No I don't. No T. No T. No T. No I'm don't getting be doing it right. What the 56s be doing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I am getting it right. But this is my very good friend. I met him uh, some months ago at a, a poetry. It was called Dreamland. It was like a open mic uh, spoken word. It was a really really nice collab uh, with some local artists. And very nice time of networking and socializing. But anyway, let me get back to my guest. <laughs> he is doing some things in the Lansing area. I mean, and beyond, you know, with his with his um, his poetry, with his activism, with his commitment to the community. I see him. I'm out there and I just everywhere I go, he's there, but he is there serving. And so that makes my heart glad. And I'm going to pass it over to him now. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? Uh, I appreciate you having me, Giannis. Uh, definitely want to give a shout out to Brown Skin Girl Productions because that is where we met. She hosted that, uh, oh, that yes. Dreamland it event and so it was lovely. a phenomenal event. Yes. Uh, I think you even got up on the mic and did a little something. I something, did a huh? little something. <laughs> Those eyes. Those eyes. Those eyes. Yeah, there it is. Yes. Um, but no, like she said, my name is Keontae Saxon. Uh, most people in the community know me simply as K or my stage name, Black Eden. Um, I just got a heart for the community. Uh, you know, for me, I've always just wanted to, the cliche statement, right, be the change, you know, that you want to see in the future. But I've always had a heart for the for the youth because the future is is where it's at. You know, we here, we doing what we do, but yes. they got to carry it forward. So I want to invest into them. And so I can, I, I'm blessed to be able to do that through arts, through poetry, through a bunch of different, you know, things through community organizing. Um, and so I'm doing good uh, and I'm happy to be here and I'm looking forward to the conversation that we, we going to jump and, into. And we've been trying to connect for some time. I know we've been talking about getting an article written on you Ooh. and having you on the show, but we finally got a chance to connect. Right. Yes, yes. And so so thank you for being here. And I want to talk about some of the things that you're doing specifically. But first, you know, tell me a little bit about your background. I you know heard you uh you know on the mic and i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> this guy is just he's serious so just mm. tell me how you got started well funny uh we'll circle back to this but poetry 
in terms of performing uh, is still fairly new. I'm only about two years deep into professionally performing poetry. So really, uh, yeah. So you could have fooled me. I mean, the way you put your heart <laughs> into it, and then I see you sometimes on Instagram, and I'm like, oh my goodness, did did he take to just shed a tear? Yeah, oh my well, goodness. Hey, we we gonna give all praise to the creator on that one. Yeah. Uh, he just you know the talents and the gift. Uh, once you find out what they are, and once you start walking in them. You know, expedition happened. So I'm just grateful for that. Uh, but I'm a I'm a community kid, born and raised here in the 517 okay. uh, Sparrow Hospital. I mean, only hospital we have outside of McLaren, but, um, you know, Sparrow Hospital and, uh, you know, grew up here and just enjoy my community, man. I'm a product, uh, you know, of what we are. And I've always as I've grown you know, whether it was living on the south side or on the west side, you know, as a little kid moving out to the suburbs and, you know, getting that other experience out in East Lansing, uh, just a combination of the things that I've been through going to school over at Michigan State. Uh, I just always wanted to create a space for, you know, community for the people that, you know, were like, hey, I, I don't know if I necessarily know, you know, where I mm -hmm. fit. Uh, but I know I can create that space and continue to be there. So for me, uh, growing up here, it's just shown me that there is a lot of work that needs to be done. And I have now been able to partner with a lot of people who had that same mindset, especially when it comes to the, the creative side of things and the artistic side of things where we want to move the needle forward when it comes to arts and equity and accessibility yeah. and all of that. So, I mean, like I said, just being a 517 kid who has a heart for people, youth in particular, and creativity. When you say arts and equity, it's it's funny what I think about because not only the aspect of like social justice and, you know, activism from that standpoint, but I think about artists in general and at times or or certain um I would say for in certain situations their gift is not valued, say, mm -hmm. as for someone with maybe with a uh, gift of uh, mathematics. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? I mean, no, you, you, you're absolutely right about that. And that's something that we we really want to fight for. Uh, arts in, in our city, unfortunately, has been looked at as like an, an addition or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, sideshow or, you know, something that's it's not prioritized, right, in the way that it should be. Yeah. Uh, you know, a creative talent is just as important as, a, as an engineering talent. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to ask the plumber to to come and fix the pipes at your house for exposure. That's, you know what right, I'm saying? Like, right. you know, you're not going to do that. And so we want to make sure our artists are getting taken care of for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just think about this and you'll probably hear you'll hear me say this, that a world without art is flat. Right, so to speak. I don't want to be in that world. No, I would not <laughs> want to be there. I mean, imagine the movies without uh, soundtracks. Imagine elevators without elevator music. I mean, I'm just saying these are the things that kind of are in the background mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, we digest them without knowing them. But once you take them away, I mean, just imagine sitting in a diner just hearing dishes clanking without right. that music. You, you right? couldn't even sit in the diner without art because in order to build that building, it took an artistic mind to create that. Yeah, you know it what took I'm an ar so, architect I, and, and, and a number of, of people to help that move mm -hmm. that, that needle, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I want to talk to you a little bit about um, some of the projects that you're doing. And as we've crossed path, I, 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 I heard of you, mm -hmm. right, before we actually met face to face. Mm -hmm. And and after we met, 
I think we started to kind of overlap in different projects <laughs> and, and circles, which is a good thing, yeah, you know. So a lot of the people that I've come in contact with and I interact with, you roll in the same circles with them. And those that's a good thing. And, and so I just see that you have worked on Juneteenth Project. Mm-hmm. You're out there with Opportunity Arts. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about how you got into these different uh, projects and, and, and what your objective is for each. Man, the, the simple answer would be people. Um, okay. I, I look at relationship as our most important form of currency. Um, mm-hmm. And when you can invest in a relationship genuinely, it opens doors that, you know, for you that you shouldn't be able to get into. Right. So when we talk about Juneteenth. Uh, my guy, uh, Mikey Austin, the the visionary behind that whole thing. He's somebody who I just I, I respect. Um, I see. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just he, he approached me one day and was like, "Yo, if you're trying to, you know, tap in or help out, come through. And, okay. you know, I just I go there and I serve. Like you said, when you see me in the community, it's about serving. And, you know, he recognized that, uh, you know, you can tell when the energy is real. Yeah. Uh, and so yes. it's like, all right, well, I want I want you to be a part of this now. You know what I'm saying? That's it's like, good. you know, when you come with that genuine right intention with, you know, other people's things, you know, they can bring you on top of that. And so now, you know, we just finished up, you know, year two phenomenal Juneteenth celebration that we had and looking to go bigger next year, um, you know, with the things that we're doing with that. And, you know, secret's going to stay a secret right now, but y'all just make yeah, sure to tune I'm, in next summer. I'm not going to pry. I mean, I, I can be, you know, I yeah, can yeah, go yeah. there, but I'm I not going to pry. I know, investigative journalist. Yeah, I, we you know, I'll start, I'll start asking some questions right. up in here, but I'm not going to do that Right, today. but also want to also <laughs> give a huge shout-out to uh, Opportunity Arts folks. Uh, yes, you know, sir. Mike Marriott doing his thing over there, coming from New York um, and, and helping the art scene out here, you know, in the city. Uh, people like myself, uh, the the wonderful Mila Lynn, the super dope uh, Tina Castile. We got Sarah. We got uh, Autumn. We yeah, got Melina. Melina yeah. We mm-hmm. have uh, uh, Morgan. Like we just got we got a lot of dope, you know, creatives invested yes. in that. But uh, and no, oh, of course I can't forget my guy Tory Gray. Tory Gray. Who, I'm he, like he's he not he's he he not from the five one seven, but he shows the five one seven a lot of love yeah, when he, he here. He, so, show, he shows up. Yeah, he, he shows does. up and shows out. So you know we we got a lot going on over there, and I'm just grateful to be a part of a part of those crews, man. Yeah, and I appreciate you all. I mean, as uh, we've been able to. Uh, cross paths and I start to even collaborate with some of your uh, partners and associates from Opportunity Arts. It's been great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been able to just uh, do a number of things with uh, uh, people in that in that organization. And I want to talk a little bit more about some things you're working on, like the uh, uh, the poetry showcase and uh, the partnership with Black um, Eden Arts with uh, nonprofits and such. Yeah. But first, I'm going to do a station ID. We're going to go to a uh, to a small break here. I am your host, Giannis Jackson. This is the Sunday Chronicle coming to you from Stax 92.1. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. We'll be back after this. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat. Ask me where I am, probably somewhere singing. Around my way, they call me Jingle Queen. Because I sing about everything. I just do it, Nike. Have it your way, Burger King. Snap, crackle, pop, go Rice Krispies. Maybe it's me. You should call me the Jingle Queen. When you're in need of dope melody. 
Welcome back to the Sunday Chronicle. This is Giannis Jackson. I am your host coming to you from Stax 92.1. Today we have Mr. Keontae Saxon, and he is a spoken word, uh, a lyricist, an artist from the 517. We're talking to him today about his projects and the things he's doing in the community. I'm just so honored to have him here today to talk about his 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 art and, and everything, the light he's uh, spreading throughout um, throughout the 517. So tell me a little bit about Mural Maddox and, and the CDL partnership. That's a very interesting thing. Nah, man. Uh, yes, absolutely. Before I get into that, I just got to say, um, you know, when it comes to the things that we're doing in these projects, man, art is so important to me on a, a personal level, but also in just a, a an existence level. Like I really believe that creativity is consciousness. And so we don't exist, you know, without creativity. And so that's right. why I'm so mission driven in order to bring, you know, art and make art a, 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 a phenomenal and predominant thing here in our city. Like we want Lansing to be a hub for the art. So with that being said, uh, you know, I just had the the honor to be a part of a huge mural installation here in the city uh partnership with mural maddox which is ran by dustin hunt who man dopest of the dopest like mural street graffiti artist that you know i've ever come across um and you know he invited me in on this project to where we partnered with a few different organizations, one being the Capital Area District Library. And is that why I seen you up there the other day? Yes, okay. that's, where, okay. that's where we were. So uh, the, the goal behind that was to infuse the visual art with poetry, right? Uh-huh. So this is the first time poetry in any kind has been up on a wall that huge, wow. um, you know, here in our city. And then let alone the words of a, of a black artist like up there, like that's phenomenal. So like that was an honor and so grateful, like I said, to to Mural Maddox, to the, the downtown library, to the Refugee Development Center, which was another partner, to PPM, which is a Peace and Prosperity Youth Action Movement, okay. which is, you know, a, a STEM or a branch of the, the nonprofit that I do some creative contracting for. Um, and, you know, it was just it was a phenomenal time and to see youth coming together yes. to make that kind of wall. They inspired everything that was up on that wall. Like I said, I, I really believe in the future generations and uh, for them to have such a huge hand and such a historic project here in the 517, man, that was just amazing to be a part of. Well, I mean, that is a, a, an excellent idea um, to showcase your art, mm-hmm. right? And do it in a space where youth are exposed to that experience mm-hmm. so they know hey, I can do that too, mm-hmm. to see someone in that space that looks like them where they could say, hey, wow, I, I just never knew this was a, an option, a possibility. And so bringing people possibilities, mm-hmm. I mean, that is awesome that you can just put on display your gifts 
to help people find their place, wherever that may be, you know. In order to in order to believe that you can be it, you got to see it. I know yes. for me that that's another huge reason why I work in, uh, directly with youth, because you know me coming up, I didn't see a whole lot of all those alternate opportunities that I could be. I didn't never I never would have dreamt of you know being a, a spoken word poet artist. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I didn't really get a chance to see that. And you know, as I grew older, I was like, oh. I can actually do something like that. And so we just, like I said, be the change we want to see. So you said that you've been doing this professionally for about two years, mm-hmm. right? So when did you feel as though you had a gift? Like when did you start to say, hey, this rhymed or this really flows. This is <laughs> this is kind of nice. Let me just write something or say something. Well, I mean, in terms of being a wordsmith, we always used to have fun even back in high school with just freestyling and, you know, making music and that kind wordsmith. of thing. I like that. Yeah, yeah, wordsmith, yeah. wordsmith. Yeah, I, I, I um, said that about myself, but I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe someone else needs to call me that first. I don't right, know. <laughs> right. hey, well, you know what? You can go ahead and claim it. If you do any, any work with words, you're a wordsmith. I'll write but, it uh, there, there's, there's levels to this. Nah, it's levels to this. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, but nah, so like it was always something that I knew was, you know, prevalent in me. Mm-hmm. But again, I just never knew it was something that I could pursue you know as a as a lifestyle you know what I'm saying and so now uh you know getting into like 2019 my first ever open mic you know mm-hmm. performance and to have people in that room who do this professionally come up to me and it's like hey do you like do you, where do you perform like where do you do this at I'm like nah this is my first time ever doing oh, something wow. like this and yeah. so that kind of validated right yeah, and yeah. also brought awareness to like oh there is a there's a skill here that I have naturally so now let's yeah. work on it and then I decided to you know take that seriously in in 2020 yeah. during the pandemic right like the pandemic was a huge reset for so many of yeah. us oh yeah, yeah I mean so. we talk about this and it I don't want to say every show that someone is in in here but it probably is every show because that's where we are right now mm-hmm. and a lot of the experiences that we talk about they're based around this big moment because mm-hmm. it's a big moment for everyone right mm-hmm. and like you said everybody uh, had a chance to reset uh, some uh, talked to me about it they call it, uh, a friend of mine called the great pause mm-hmm. right um, the great pause the great <laughs> pause um, and some say there's the silver lining of COVID, uh, you know, uh, if there is such a thing, I, I think there are some benefits that come, uh, have definitely come out of this. Sometimes we have to go through a little bit of adversity or a lot of, a lot of adversity to come to a point where we start to make progress, you know? Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to acknowledge the loss that was felt throughout this. I mean, I even had personal, you know, losses yes. in that too. And so don't want to minimize that. At no, all, not at all. No. Every, every situation, it, it has the potential for left and right, good yes. and bad. So yes. like you say, uh, I mean, like I said, my personal experience, yes. I can only say as tough and as big as a hardship as it was, it also gave birth to yes. something phenomenal, which is the reason why I'm sitting here in front of you now. So Yeah, yeah. you and I both. I yeah. mean, I, I, there was a re-spark in me mm-hmm. um, and a need to do something to get through this, Man. not only for myself, but for others. Mm-hmm. And I said, what am I hiding? What do I have in me that's meant to uh, be outside of myself, uh, to be able to touch others, to be able to help them and motivate them and get to the place where they uh, can be more productive for themselves, be more productive from others and mm-hmm. for others and, and things. And so with that, yes, we all have had great loss. I know that I have. But knowing that I can do something 
um, while I am here to affect the people that are still here, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe I can um, prevent some negative things from happening by my positive actions. Mm -hmm. So that's how I look at it. And that's helped me move forward through the pandemic. That's helped me manage and, and, and stay balanced as I can in a time like now. Um, but I am I'm glad to see that there was some sort of spark of people coming out of silos and pockets yeah. and working together yeah. um, as a community. I mean, who, who would have thought, right, <laughs> that it took us being apart for so long to come together in a virtual space and then learn how to work together physically. Yeah, right. Sure. So we're putting together the puzzle pieces and sewing together the fabric of the community. And with that, our time is growing near. Okay. So I'm not going to keep talking because I talk a lot. <laughs> and so with I wanted to say uh, thank you for being here. And um, I, I got to have you back. Absolutely. And um, is there anything you wanted to say before we exit? Yeah, man. Last words. First off, a huge show happening here uh, in the 517 on September 27th. We're bringing Ephraim Nehemiah uh, to the city. I'll be performing. The Poet Laureate will be performing. And we also have a phenomenal talent out of uh, MSU that will be hitting the stage. So September 27th, hit up the Robin Theater's website. Grab your tickets for that because this is going to be the best poetry show to date. Uh, lastly, just want to thank you, uh, you know, for, for having me here. My we pleasure. see the stuff that you're doing in the community as well. So I just wanted to acknowledge you and then uh, just tell everybody to remember that creativity is consciousness. Creation is life. So just continue to create. We need more art in our city. Uh, I'm on one of the faces spearheading that movement. And so whoever wants to join, tap in with me. You can hit me up on Instagram at Black Eden Poetry um, or you can tap in with Giannis and, and get a hold of me. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. And so with that being said, I want to thank my guest, Keontae Saxon, for being here today. And I want to thank all my lovely listeners for coming back to hear me one more time. Again, my name is Giannis Jackson. This is the Sunday Chronicle. I am your host here for you every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Coming from Stacks 92.1, this is the community platform because community knows what community needs. Thank you and make it a great day. <laughs>